This is Dak Prescott, and you're listening to Faith on the Field Show. Welcome to Faith on the Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission and the Masters University. I'm Rob Motti with my beautiful wife, Remy. One week to go until the Super Bowl, and football season will finally be over. Hallelujah. It's been a long, it's been a long ride. Great to Hallelujah. be with you. On Fox Sports Las Vegas, ESPN Richmond, Angels Radio LA, The Game Orlando, ESPN Charlotte, Real Sports Atlanta, ESPN South Jersey, and 107.5 Live. Thank you for listening to the radio, or thank you for listening to the podcast. Either way, glad that you are listening. Our guest this week is Hall of Fame running back Jerome Bettis. He's got one of the best nicknames, The Bus. Jerome The, the bus. bus Bettis. So <laughs> stay tuned for that conversation Coming up, if you're in the California area, if you're listening to us on Fox Sports Las Vegas or Angels Radio LA, and you're going to be out at the Super Bowl, our Faith on the Field live event Friday, February 11th at the Masters University. Our guest will be former Cardinals, Bears, and Buccaneers linebacker Sam Acho. He's going to join us on behalf of our great partner, IJM, and sports agent Kelly Masters, the first female sports agent. She's going to join us as well. So this is going to be a a great night. We've done so many events locally. Well, locally when we lived up north in the Philly, New Jersey area. This is our first time we're going to come out to a Super Bowl. And thank you to our partnership with the Masters University and International Justice Mission for making this happen. Now, before we get into, oh, also I should let you know, it's a free event. So you, but you have to register for tickets. And we have posted about that on our social media. Masters has as well. Uh, Just follow us if, if you're anywhere in that area. We'd love to see you. Just check it out. You can register for the tickets and and come on out to that event. Now, before we get into what we're going to discuss today, we have to acknowledge, well, it's kind of what we're going to talk about because Mm -hmm. Tom Brady retired from the NFL. Tom Brady, the greatest of all time, the GOAT. Yeah, that's subjective, but if you don't think he's the greatest of all time, I don't know what sport you've watched. I think he's not only the greatest football player, but maybe the greatest professional athlete in the history of sports. To do what Tom Brady did for as long as he did at age 44 to retire after leading the NFL in almost every statistical category for quarterbacks and to go out the way he did while Buccaneers fans, NFL fans, I know I wanted to see him play one more year. You don't even like sports and Mm -hmm. you just... You followed the Bucks, followed I, yes, Tom Brady. Yes. You know, we're here in Florida. When we were here during the pandemic and, and we and Tom signed with the Buccaneers, we were like, hey, well, if he can come here, so can we, right? Right. And there's so much about that. We'll never see anything like what Tom Brady did. And for him to win four of his seven Super Bowls after the age of 37 to me is just an incredible, phenomenal feat. I love the way he retired, too. Did you notice in his nine-page Instagram post, it's not that he said, I can't compete anymore. Oh, yeah, no, he did not say that. <laughs> it's that mm-hmm. I'm not going to. I'm, I'm not right. going to do this. He, he knows he still can. We all know he still can. Oh, He'd yeah. be 45 next year, but it's not that retirement chose him. He chose retirement. It's not that his body failed oh, yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. He no. chose. I, I'm just not going to do it because what yeah. he did and how he became so great is through that incredible dedication, drive, work ethic, intensity, fierce competitor, 
It was a 365-day-a-year job for him. There's no off-season. When it's the off-season and he's studying film in June, when he's up reading plays in, in, in 3 a.m. in the morning, all of that stuff. But what I thought was really cool, and Josh Hennig from ESPN South Jersey uh, wanted to, to hear your thoughts on this. So mm-hmm. we're going to talk about it a little bit. And, and thank you to Josh for suggesting this today because Tom – and his decision to retire was driven by his desire to spend more time with his family. Right. It's not that he doesn't love football. It's not that he can't compete, but it's that he's putting Giselle and mm-hmm. his three children ahead of what he wants to do, which, as he said before he retired a week or so ago, it's not always what I want. It's sometimes what our family wants. Those priorities uh, his wife deserves the husband. He said that she deserves her and, and his children deserve to have the daddy that they deserve to have. And I'm thinking from a biblical standpoint, what does God ask of us to do in our relationships? And I want to point, there's so many Bible verses if you look up um, marriage and relationships. and But I want to point to one specific one, Ephesians 5.25. 525 to 27, but 525 I want to focus on. For husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her, her being the church. If we are to love our wives as Christ loved the church, well, he committed the ultimate sacrifice of giving up his life for all of us, so we can all be holy and clean, so we can all be, as, as the verses, to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. He's talk, This is she is the church, all of us, the body of Christ. He died for all of us, for the church. Well, if Christ sacrificed his life as husbands, we are supposed to sacrifice for our wives. And I I know I always make sacrifices for you. You always make sacrifices for me. And I think that's what part of a relationship is all about. Right. Honestly, I have to say this, and it pains me to say it. I respect him a whole lot more now. Tremendously. Because this is a man that does everything with excellence, right? And he can go as far as probably 55. Like, the guy's a freak, <laughs> right? He can go as far as 55 playing this game and yeah, win championships. At least two more years. He's crazy, okay, because yeah. he sacrifices. But who else is sacrificing? His wife and kids. They are sacrificing. Like, we don't see it, but mm-hmm. they're sacrificing. They are giving up a dad and a husband every time we get entertained. So, to us, he's an entertainer. Oh, yeah, put on a show for us. This is fantastic. But to them, they're giving up time with this man, giving up memories with this man, giving up um, just love. Because love is not like, oh, I love you, honey. It's showing love. It's acting upon that love. It's like, I don't know, like a coffee date. (laughs) Anything small. It's just giving up Yeah, you think he has a coffee date during the football season? Absolutely not. No, this guy like eats, breathes everything football like he even his meals yeah that's what i'm saying even his meals are dedicated to football like right. it's kind of crazy yeah it's just kind of crazy so to me i respect him even more because he put his family first he put his family first before anybody else 
And that to me is very respectful. And it shows it that... It is admirable for sure. Yeah, and it shows that he sat down with his family, not just his wife. He sat down with his family and made this decision as a family. And to me, that's just incredible and it shows how respectful he is of his family and their time and their sacrifice and you know what they put up with him for a long time not gonna lie yeah. like they, they probably like just could not take it anymore and and he noticed that and he finally said you know what it's not about me anymore it's about them honestly there is no there's not much to prove anymore it's not about money for him it's not about anything other than just let's just say it, it's quite selfish if you continue to play, because now you have proven, you've proven he's to the everyone, greatest of all time. Yeah, you've, you've, what else do you have there's, to there's prove? There else. really is not nothing else. To, there's not. It's not about money. It's not about anything. I mean, they have more money than I don't know what. Yeah, they, they so, don't need any. Yeah, and now he has other ventures and other things to do. And God bless him. That's amazing. But then you, you really have got to put your family first because God loves family. The family unit is the is the number one in God's eyes. And mm -hmm. to us, like sometimes people sacrifice in such a way and it's because they need, they need the money, you know, or they need like, they need right. someone we're, to We're do, not all in that position where we can give up our position. job and exactly. our career, but we can make other sacrifices in our relationship. Tom was dedicated, devoted 100% to being the best that he can be. Right. And in order to do that, he made sacrifices. And we don't always see those sacrifices. But when Giselle says to him during the offseason, honey, is today a Tommy day or a family day? That means during the offseason, he's taking his trainer on vacations. Yeah, he's running ridiculous. on the beach 6, 7 a.m. in the morning. He's doing all of these different uh, activities to make sure he's the best that he can be. But we can do all that in our everyday life, sacrificing for each other. You've sacrificed a ton. You put your career on hold for us to raise children. And there's so many sacrifices that all of us make. So I, I, I think to look at this, and this was a, a, a really want, I'm glad Josh suggested talking about this because mm -hmm. it's so important for us to keep that in mind. Right. Through work, through our uh, desires, through our career aspirations, we always need to focus on sacrificing for one another. And as it says here in Ephesians, and there's other verses you can point to, husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church. Jesus died for all of us. He died for the church, the body of Christ. If he can make the ultimate sacrifice, we can make little sacrifices on a daily basis. Up next, you're going to hear from Hall of Famer Jerome Bettis. You're listening to Faith on a Field Show presented by International Justice Mission and the Masters University. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action, get information, understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. For nearly 100 years, the Masters University has held an uncompromising commitment to Christ and Scripture, equipping thousands of young people to have an impact for the Lord across the world. The school offers more than 150 accredited programs, all taught from a biblical worldview, as well as financial aid options and 17 intercollegiate athletic teams. Visit the Masters University in Santa Clarita, California, or at masters.edu. That's masters.edu. Hey, this is Jerome Bettis, former running back from the Pittsburgh Steelers, and you're listening to Faith on the Field Show.
Welcome back to Faith on the Field Show, presented by International Justice Mission and the Masters University. I'm Rob Motti with Remy. If you're listening to us for the first time, you can go to faithonthefieldshow.com. Every episode since we launched is right there. We've had an awesome lineup of guests. You can listen anytime at your convenience on any of the podcast platforms. You'll hear full interviews on there. Sometimes they're condensed for different radio stations that we're on. Be sure to also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, at Faith on the Field, and Tell a friend or two or three or as many as you'd like about the show. I do want to take a minute to thank our wonderful, awesome sponsors. Please check them out on our website, International Justice Mission, the Masters University, Heritage's Dairy Stores. If you would like to be a sponsor for our show and help our ministry grow, please reach out to us at team at com. We have various packages we can cater specifically to fit your needs. Our goal really is to be on a sports radio station in every state. So if you don't have a business to advertise on, but you want us want to help us reach that goal and help the ministry, we do have a donate button on our page on faithonafieldshow.com. You can also help out by purchasing some of our merchandise through Remy's 828 Threads Apparel store. We have t-shirts and so much more. Check it out. Really cool stuff. You can find it on our site, faithonafieldshow.com under merch. Our guest this week, Jerome Bettis, played 13 seasons in the NFL, ran for over 13,000 yards, made six Pro Bowls, was a two-time All-Pro, won a Super Bowl his last season in the NFL, and was inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 2015. Jerome is working with AirServe to promote the importance of indoor air quality. We talked about that and more. Here is my conversation with Jerome, the bus, Bettis. I'm sure everybody's asking you about Big Ben Roethlisberger, him retiring, and just what was your overall feelings of, of Ben and what he was able, what he meant to the Pittsburgh community, what he meant to the Steelers, and what he was able to do? Well, for me, it was, uh, you know, uh, magical, you know, from the moment he got, he got to Pittsburgh. Uh, his first year uh, with me, we went 15-1, and one, uh, and he won every start uh, that first year. And then came back year two, we won a championship. So he was uh, instrumental, obviously, in me leaving the game as a champion. So I have the utmost respect and appreciation for him. He saved my butt as well in Indianapolis, and, and he had an amazing tackle uh, to, to save my tail. So I'm always indebted to him. But what an incredible uh, football player, uh, a legend, and – you just don't replace Hall of Fame quarterbacks that easily. So Pittsburgh, they've got a, a huge challenge uh, to try to replace a, a man that was uh, incredible on the field and off. You were with him the first two seasons of, of his career, but from a distance or from afar, what did you? How did you see him grow, Jerome, over the years? I mean, he grew into as a man, he developed as a husband, as a father, everything else about him. How did you see him grow and mature? Well, you know, I got a chance to see all those facets of him, uh, you know, seeing him come in as a single guy and uh, young, I mean, and, and dumb making mistakes and doing all this, the silly things that we all did, you know, at, at 22, 23, 24 years old. Uh, and, and, you know, I'm, I'm included in that as well. Uh, but to see him develop, to see him, uh, you know, make mistakes, learn from those mistakes, develop, grow. Uh, and throughout all that time, you know, I'm, I'm proud to say that I was a friend. I was a resource. Uh, you know, if he ever needed, I was always available to him. And so uh, to see him grow in that way was uh, it was really special. 
Now, there's some guys who are contemplating. Or he, he, he stepped aside. He walked away. But there's some other guys. Tom Brady is seriously contemplating retirement. Aaron Rodgers, not sure what he wants to do. Uh, how difficult of a decision is that, especially when you're playing at a high level like those guys? And when you walked away, you walked out as a champion. How, how much easier is it to win a Super Bowl and then step aside? You know what? It, it's easy to do, but but that shouldn't be the reason why you do it. Uh, you should step away from the game because it's out of your system. Uh, a lot of people, you know, retire and then the yearning and the itching comes back to want to play, but you retire. Now you're like, oh, I want to come back. So I, I would just say retire when it's out of your system because you don't get a chance uh, to redo it. You, you don't want to live with that regret. You want to have all the football out of you so that when you retire, you're on to the next chapter in your life. It's interesting you say that, Jerome, because hearing Tom talk about that, he said, hey, sometimes it's not always what I want. It's what my family wants. That sounds to me like a guy who hasn't gotten football out of his system. Well, well, it's him being conscious of, of all the, the aspects. But I will tell you this. If football is still in his heart, then he's going to play football. Yes, his family, what they decide, what they want is important, and, and he's going to factor that in. But if there's an overwhelming, burning desire to be out on the field, the family will understand that. And they will appreciate that because the last thing they want to do uh, is, is stop you from doing something that you love. And so uh, that, that won't be the issue. My wife, I'll never forget when I told her I was going to come back. And, and, and she said, if you're talking to me about it, that means you, you've made a decision to come back. So uh, don't let me stop you. Uh, go out there and, and get it out of your system. And that's what I did. That's, that's great support. Drum, who are some of the running backs that you enjoy watching? And what do you think of a guy like Debo Samuel, who's a wide receiver, but, man, he could be a punishing, bruising running back when he gets that ball, too? Oh, I love Debo Samuel. What he, Samuel's, what he's able to do, um, because when you look at him, you know, he, I, I 100% believe he played some high school running back at some point, Little League running back at some point. And so those those abilities and characteristics, they don't leave you because you change positions uh, to wide receiver. He's so natural at the position that tells me that he has some experience somewhere uh, down the line. But he is an amazing football player because he changes the dynamic uh, of that offense because you don't know what to expect. Is it going to be a running play, pass play? Is he coming out of the backfield for a pass? Is he going to run down downhill? Uh, he, he creates so many facets to their offense. It's hard to stop. Now, you went back to school, right? You're in your last semester trying to finish up your business degree. That I mean, that's a I great am. accomplishment. How's it going? It, you know what? It's tough, I'll tell you. The, the, the technology gap. It's so much different. I mean, I'm not used to, you know, carrying around the laptop and, and, and reading uh, the books from the laptop instead of actual books. So it's, uh, it's been much different, but very rewarding in the same breath. That, that's great. You're expecting to finish this semester? Good for you. Uh, I, I, I do. Yeah, thank you. Thank yeah, you. That's great. Jerome, tell me what you're doing with AirServe and indoor air quality. I know that's something that's very important to you. 
It is it's very important to me. At, at the age of 14, I was, uh, I was diagnosed with asthma, and I thought that was the end of my, my, my football career. Uh, but my mom and dad were diligent in saying, hey, you can do whatever you want to do as long as you manage your asthma. And managing the asthma meant uh, managing the air quality in our home. And so there were some things that, that we couldn't do uh, or had to change, if you will, in, in our home. My mom and dad, my mom and, and sister couldn't wear perfume. Uh, you know, we couldn't have pets coming into the house uh, of any nature. Friends had pets, couldn't come to the house. So there was things that we were consciously doing to, to manage the, the, uh, the air quality, much like people need to do today, but people don't understand that the air quality in their home may be poor. And, and, and there's simple things that you can do, uh, to help with that air quality. It's, uh, you know, a filter, changing it once a, a quarter, uh, using real plants instead of fake plants, uh, organic candles, all these things help. But the number one thing I would, I would say helps the most is to get a air quality test from the great people at AirServe, uh, a neighborly company, they can come in, provide that, that test for you. And now you know where you stand, where the air quality in your home is and what's the, the possible solutions, uh, to help if there is a problem. So airserve.com, neighborly.com, reach out to the professionals to get that help. Because once you know the issue, then now you can work to solve it and and have a better uh, environment for you to live in. Jerome, you just reminded me to go check the the, the air filter on my air conditioner. My wife been telling me for a couple of weeks now, and I keep forgetting. Yeah. So thank you for that reminder. You change it. Great, thank great, no, great no, job, my man. Great job. I appreciate it. I, I always like to end on this because I, I know you a man of faith. How how has the how has the Lord helped you throughout your journey? Uh, he's, he's helped me immensely. Uh, he's brought me back to the university of Notre Dame so that, uh, uh, I can inspire hopefully people to, to, to finish, uh, uh, the education and know that education is the key. And if we all, uh, you know, believe that then the next generation are, uh, we're going to be more educated and, and we're going to be better off as people. Boss, I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thank you. That's it for this week. Thank you to Jerome Bettis. Thank you to Doug, Pastor Scott, Josh, and everyone on our Faith on a Field Show team. And thank you for listening to Faith on a Field Show presented by International Justice Mission and the Masters University. For Remy, I'm Rob Motti reminding you, make a difference. Be a blessing. Today, over 40 million people are being forced into trafficking and slavery. One in four are children. We cannot allow them to suffer in silence. We need you. We need everybody. Go to IJM.org backslash take action. Get information. Understand how you can be involved. Because of the work that you are committing to do, they will be free. For nearly 100 years, the Masters University has held an uncompromising commitment to Christ and Scripture equipping thousands of young people to have an impact for the Lord across the world. The school offers more than 150 accredited programs, all taught from a biblical worldview, as well as financial aid options and 17 intercollegiate athletic teams. Visit the Master's University in Santa Clarita, California, or at masters.edu. That's masters.edu.